Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information about our ministries, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Gracious God, may the Holy Spirit come amongst us now. Touch us through our mind and our hearts, our feelings, through our body and our breath, through visions and prophecy, making the word that thou hast promised come true. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Well, Welcome all you smart folks who didn't get out of town. (laughs) Isn't the weather beautiful, huh? But nothing like what's about to take place for you now. Nothing like what's about to take, oh gosh, the next 17 minutes are astounding. Do you get, uh, do you get worn out from trying to take care of yourself? Um, I mean, just exhausted. Do you know how many people I know who are just exhausted from trying to take care of themselves? You go to a therapist, I really think you need to take better care of yourself. Anybody paying for that? And then as, you know, you fail and make poor decisions, it becomes deeply exhausting, right? I mean, really exhausting. And it becomes not just exhausting, but it becomes despairing because you try harder to take care of yourself and you read, you know, thin thighs in 30 days and all of these things and it doesn't, it doesn't work, it doesn't play out. And so we have on this day in the Holy Spirit, in the third person of the three-person trinity, of the Godhead which is made of three people, three persons. We have the, the help that we need that takes care of us when we, and because we are unable to take care of ourselves. Are you insulted that I say that you can't take care of yourself? So be it. Because scripture says, seek first the kingdom of God and all righteousness shall be added unto you. So the whole idea here is to take care of God's business that we've been given to do and God will take care of us. So on the beach, the risen Lord speaking to Peter, Peter is saying to him, what am I supposed to do? And remember, the spirit hadn't come yet. Jesus had not been yet glorified. And Jesus says to him, feed my sheep, take care of my people. And how many people do we know and on our own lives that if we will lift one finger to take care of a brother or a sister or a dog or a goldfish, pick up one piece of garbage from the street, our depression starts to lift. A friend of mine had a revelation and 
her revelation was, you take care of his business. This was the Lord speaking to her. You take care of his business and he will take care of your business. You get it? Um, you take care of his people and he will take care of you. Get your eyes off the rear view mirror. And so it's all about this third person of the Trinity, this Holy Spirit. And, it, and it's referred to as living water. And there is an image from the Hebrew scriptures of the great priest told by the prophet who actually takes a pitcher of water. And I, I'd like, I wish I could do it. I wanted to do it. I wanted to bring up some, a pitcher and just pour it here. And, but then, yeah. well, that was what I was worried would happen. But then you would see the water pour, it's okay, you know. Anyway, but see, see, see the water pour down, and he says, as the water poured off the altar, so it came, it went running, and he said it would run into the streams and run into the lakes and run into the oceans and finally cover the entire earth. You know, really, the Holy Spirit in Hebrew scripture just comes for very fancy people. I, 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 too bad about that. You know, like Moses, he's fancy. He gets the spirit. Aaron gets the spirit. He's fancy. Bezael gets the spirit to make objects for the temple. All these fancy people. But what about, what about, what about us? And then as the, as we hear the proclamation of the New Testament, we hear about the Holy Spirit kind of banging around various people. I mean, it comes to Mary telling her, yes, you are definitely pregnant. Um, don't be scared. Comes to Elizabeth. Goes to various people as they're given strength to go ahead in dangerous situations. But it is on this day that the Holy Spirit comes to us all to every single one of us, like living water. And scripture says that it is a baptism. That is to say it's an immersion, baptismoi, to be immersed, to be entirely covered, to be filled. And in fact, the word is not just filled, but ever filled filled again and again and again like we who were not able to get to Jones Beach but if we had been able to get to Jones Beach and if it wasn't incredibly freezing which it is they're not getting in the water we would have seen the rivers just pouring against us the waves pouring against us and we would have felt the same kind of undulation that is spoken about when the spirit is spoken about these bits of fire coming out, not all the time in a steady stream. Very important about this third person. Of, we're learning about his character. You know, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, is not a it, not an idea, not a function, not a meditative awareness, not as some sort of beta get rays coming out of a crystal. 
the third person of the Trinity is a person and an aspect of God, the Almighty, who is everywhere, everywhere. And we can't hide from this aspect of God. Says the psalmist, where am I going to go to get out of your reach? Nowhere. Says the scripture, I will not leave you orphaned. But here's a, a thing in Ephesians 5.18, we hear Paul talk about the Spirit. And he says, be filled and constantly guided by the Holy Spirit. And so this is something we want to pray for every day. We want to pray for this during the day. Fill me, fill me, fill me to overflowing. Make my cup run it over so much so that I take my mind off myself and I put it on you, and everything is added unto me. What about that way of running your engine? What a, what a way to live a life that every artist or person who has written music or sang a song, I promise you could declare to me you did not plan on the note it was given to you. Because if you fuss about whether you'll hit a G, you'll go crazy. Am I right? Yeah. See, they agree with me because they're paid. And no, no. No, they, they, they agree with me because it's true. It's really true. And says so St. Paul, I don't want to have you ignorant about these things. And I don't want you to be ignorant about the Holy Spirit. You know, it's a sad thing. It's a sad state of affairs that in the United States we speak, we don't speak often about the spirit. If you go to the, if you go to the, uh, when I was in seminary, if you went to the, oh, I hate to say this, but it'll date me, but it's okay. 50% of you are older. Um, if you go to the card catalog, you'd see three rows of stuff about Jesus, three rows about stuff about God the Father, a whole lot about liturgy, how to take communion, you know, it's endless. Half of a thing about the Holy Spirit. Because, well, number one, to not blame ourselves, the Holy Spirit is present. It's now. You know, people always say this thing about, you know, I'll say, well, so Janet, do you speak in tongues? Or, you know, I might offer that. And I'll say, well, you know, I'm a product of the 70s at the University of Michigan. Of course I speak in tongues. And uh, do, you, do you sing in tongues? Well, of course I sing in tongues. Uh, it's a good thing. I like that. And they go, that's terrific. Why don't you teach a class on that? We would all love to have that gift uh, later. Let, let's do something on that next year. We're not quite ready for this to happen. You see, we're not quite ready. That, that word, we're not quite ready, is called resisting. It's resisting the spirit. And we, we resist the spirit because, because we're hurt and because love is painful when it first invades and can be painful when it first invades because it totally disrupts and it makes clear how unbelievably hungry we've been. That's why people cry. That's why people cry sometimes when they're first touched by love. Why are they crying? Because it's been so long. 
right? It's been so long. And so that's the, that's the fear. The fear is, it's, and, and you know, I know what comes up for you. You're thinking, there she is, Miss Enthusiastic. But it's not going to, what is that? What does she say uh, in The Wizard of Oz? I don't think there's anything, Mr. Wizard, in that little box for me. That you already are thinking in your mind, and Satan has definitely put it there, that this is, it could be for you today, on this day, on Pentecost, at 6, are we at 16th? Wherever we are, I think we're at 16th Street. But you know, in Ephesians 3.16, we hear this word, and, I, and I'm quoting from Revelation, because it's always better to hear it, hear it from the big guy, you know? We pray that you may be strengthened with all might and power in the inner man through the Holy Spirit himself, indwelling in your innermost being and personality. And I want you, how many of you have been struggling with your personality? I, I, I really, I don't, I don't like my personality. I wanted to be a different personality. I wanted to be cool. Have you ever seen anybody less cool? I wanted to be sophisticated and able to just sort of like lay back, not care, wait for the phone to ring five times. I had to take medication for that to happen. I don't love my personality, but God has given me this personality and the Holy Spirit invades my innermost being and has taught me through waves and waves of this person's invading my heart to be a person of more gentleness, to be a person of listening, to be a person of questioning and hopefulness. Now, when we have the Spirit, it's also promised to us that we'll have gifts. And these might be supernatural gifts. But what's astounding about our gifts, well, they are supernatural gifts, by the way, but what's astounding about them is that we don't often know that we have them. We can't put our finger on them. Well, number one, they're entirely present, and by the time we know they're there, they're gone. Well, thank you for sharing. But also, haven't you had it happen that somebody says, oh, I'm so glad you brought over an apple pie. That's exactly what I wanted. But you brought over an apple pie because it was what was left over? In other words, this astounding way in which the Spirit uses us to give people sometimes words of knowledge, things that they need to hear. Oh, Janet, that sermon was exactly what I needed to hear. That's terrific because I pulled it out of the drawer because my daughter has 103. But who knew it was what somebody needed to hear? The Spirit uses us, and sometimes in ways that we don't even know. And by the way, if you have a supernatural gift of healing, you're probably the last person in the world that thinks you have it, because why? Because you're around sick people all the time. And if you're a person who has a supernatural gift of wisdom, you probably are the last person in the world that knows it, because why? Because people who don't have any wisdom are always coming up to you. 
And I mean, a certain percentage of the time you're going to be wrong. And if you have the supernatural gift of uh, what, uh, what would another one be? Of, 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 of let's say, self-control. You don't feel like you have it because this world is wild with a lack of self-control. But the real, real guts, the real meat of the Holy Spirit, well, besides the fact that who is going to give up sin unless living this life is better? As uh, Wimber always said, we got to have the Holy Spirit. John Wimber, the leader of the Vineyard Movement, said that we got to have the Holy Spirit. I gave up drugs for this. But truly, the real need of the thing the center issue is that it does no good for us to know about God. Gosh, have I read books about God. When I was in seminary, there was in fact a book that had everybody, it had all the famous theologies. So we, Thomistic thought, Augustine, and then there was uh, liberation theology, and then there was um, gynoecology, and there was, I don't know, there's a whole list of them, and we were supposed to read them in this textbook and then write a report. And I wrote a scathing report in which I said, boy, is this book not helpful. Boy, is this the reason that our Episcopal Church is just going downhill every day? Because the last thing in the world anybody needs is people to talk about God and not how to know God. There is not a single thing in this book that it speaks about how one might know God. And I said, uh, I'm sure, and this was the part that God is healing, and I'm absolutely sure that the person who wrote this book has become a tenured professor somewhere, and good for him. To which I received an F and a severe talking to that my job was to repeat the theologies back which I did because I wanted to graduate and be in the church pension fund. That is true. No, no kidding what God will use to keep you somewhere. So if you want to know God and not know about God, part of the idea here is not to have the Holy Spirit, but to have the Holy Spirit have you. You got to get this. This is terribly important. It's not about I want to have the Holy Spirit. It's about I want the Holy Spirit to have me. You get it? It's about now it's never going to be by force. It, it won't ever be by force. You can resist it. You can resist it because this is not uh, something which God would impose upon you. God will work through you by making things, and he's desperately good at this, so acutely and perfectly unbearable that you will finally give up and do this. But that could take a long time. You don't have to wait that long. Uh, scripture says it's better to do it when you're young. Just saying. You know, but there is uh, the ability to resist. 
I mean, if I, if I took a sponge, a really, really dry sponge, and I put it into a bowl of water, and I just put this nice, big, beautiful sponge into a bowl of water, but it's dry, what would happen? It would bounce to the surface. You see, that's what the dry church is like. It, it can't receive the, 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 the water, the, the spirit, because it's, it's dry. But if, if it stays in the water for any period of time at all, and think, sponges don't take that long. Slowly the bottom starts to drink up the water, and then the middle starts to drink up the water, and then the whole sponge becomes drenched. And that's also a, a great way of thinking about how the spirit works in us. At first, maybe if we've been really dry for a long time, to just stay. What is that lovely rock and roll song? Stay just a little bit longer, right? They always, you know, these rock and roll people, they got a little bit of an information and then they, then they make a zillion dollars out of it. So I hope that this is helpful. Yeah? I hope it's helpful. So what, why would it be helpful possibly if, if it's not going to happen today for you? So I want that to happen today for you and I, I prayed for the spirit to be here and and when we pray for the spirit to be here, it is. It always is. That's an answer. That's a prayer that is answered. And so I, 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 I've asked a camel who is now, who, there he is. Oh, thank you, camel. Thank you so much. So camel is a great believer, and uh, and he lives by the spirit. Um, he really does, and I want him to help us with his music, to have some time here to dwell, to let the spirit speak to us. And, and if I get a word of knowledge or any, or wisdom or anything, if I get, I'll just say it uh, to you and, and maybe that will help. And maybe I won't, <laughs> but that's all right, you know? So let's let him take us there. And, and, and I wanna ask our choir, our, our, our spiritual singers, that if, if God gives you a vocalization of some kind, you know, don't, don't hesitate. You know, if, 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 he, if he gives it, and if he doesn't, it's okay, don't, not to worry. But also, wait a minute, don't, wait a minute. Don't not get something out of this because you feel you have to do that, okay? That's just, all I'm saying is I'm releasing you and your gift, okay? All right, okay. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear Jesus, Oh, gosh, thank you. Thank you today for the gift of your spirit, this Pentecost, for the way in which you spoke. You spoke to us. The way in which you came to us, you came to the disciples. And although the world may not be able to see, please help us to see. Help us not to resist you, dear Jesus. Please help us not to resist you, the person of the Holy Spirit, oh, please, Spirit, come. Come in your person that indwells in us. Please, dear, dear God, please come to us. Help us to say yes, yes to you on this day. Yes, yes, yes. Please help us to keep breathing. 
for you are the breath of God, breathing, breathing in. so much to the dark side to Satan, but now we give it to you. We give it to you, dear God. Run our lives, dear God, and help us to love others. Run our lives, run our lives. Give us each step. tremendous love and you can trust him and as the spirit takes hold of this place and of your life it's only joy come to you feed us dear God even for this short time. This short time with you. That it has come into our innermost being, instructed our personality. And that we are filled and overflowing. Now we Sent God with our wonderful creed, which you gave to us through our forefathers. 
Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of our parish, we would really appreciate it. You can make a one-time or recurring gift by going to calvarystgeorges.org slash give. Thank you for your support.